Hey everybody and welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I'm Lyle. This is Anime Stroganoff coming at you live from the new studio. I believe today we were talking about Genshin again. Yes. A new uh, update dropped just a little while ago, so we decided to dedicate an entire episode to Genshin Impact. How about that? So it has been 30 episodes since we since we last talked about Genshin. That was back at like 1.3, wasn't it? Very early in Genshin's life cycle. It was very early. We did talk about it again a few months later in a miscellaneous mm. episode. Yeah. But we haven't talked about it just the game in a while no and i think with 2.0 dropped just a little while ago i mean i think by the time this goes out we will be ankle deep in the next banner yes this will absolutely go out uh after the next banner goes but yeah, but safely but it will be safely before uh the next update so i think we're good i think think we're we're good good. (laughs) this is very timely it should be in any case um, so i don't know if any of y'all actually play genshin uh so what has changed since last time well nothing's really been removed the the combat still is nice and satisfyingly fluid as ever that it is that it is the movement is still as breath of the wild as ever <laughs> when when did the uh the teapot get introduced was that before or after the last time we talked well that was absolutely after after the miscellaneous yeah oh, okay. I, i'm fairly certain we've not talked about the teapot yet because oh. that was the same time was with yonfei i don't think we've mentioned yonfei yet Right, right. Yeah, so Genshin Impact has a housing system now, which is really cool. Housing system, uh, like visual novel-esque dating. I don't know how dating sims work, but it's, dating it's sim dating system. S- yeah, there's a dating sim system for four-star characters. Mario uh, Party, every <laughs> now and again, they'll add in. Um, One day they're going to turn Genshin into a 4X. They're going to add 4X elements. <laughs> I mean, based on what, based on my knowledge of Honkai Impact 3rd, the previous game by MiHoYo, they, they just, they love to put a lot of different stuff in just to try it out. Like, for example, in Honkai, there was a not insignificant amount of levels that were just like rail shooters completely irrelevant to like what your what your characters were or anything it was just here do a rail shooter for a bit i want to see the genshin impact update where they add a bullet hell shooter element oh well like i said they did they did a bullet hell rail rail shooter in Honkai, so they they have the technology. They can absolutely do it in Genshin. Yeah, so they added a... The housing system, I initially thought was going to be like a, here's a house, stop stop complaining about how the traveler's homeless. 
No, the housing system's kind of become not necessarily central, but I mean, a lot of the events reward you with furniture. Which is significantly more exciting than it sounds. <laughs> it's significantly more exciting than it sounds. Like, congratulations. You explored a massive island archipelago, fought off pirates and goblins in a giant samurai mech thing. Have a chair. <laughs> that is your reward. Yep. It's a very oh, and also nice chair. A pile chair. of balls. A pile <laughs> yeah. of, uh, like, party balls or whatever. Yeah. Like, beach balls. <laughs> and a shelf filled with seashells. I mean, she sells seashells on the seashore. Exactly. But yes, yeah, so getting rewarded with furniture is a lot of fun. Actually, making a lot of the furniture, though, is kind of a pain in the ass. Because you get the furniture, and you can use the furniture to upgrade your realm. And the more furniture in your realm, the more realm currency you get. And you can spend realm currency on more furniture to get more realm currency. And then eventually, once you have enough, you can start spending on actual like upgrade material for your characters. Yeah. It's a... So, it's a- it's just another roundabout way of grinding for the stuff you need. But it's a it's a kind of a fun way to grind, especially because uh, once you get your domain level up high enough, you can start placing your companions, the other characters you've unlocked, into your domain. It's fantastic. They'll they'll uh, gradually generate friendship with you. Yes, if they... you have them living in your in your realm. And also you get to, like, chat with them and, and like, place them around. You can build rooms like, for them. <laughs> I mean, for, for my own part, I gave Cushing a, an office and a bedroom <laughs> all to herself. I remember I walked into the place and I just saw her there in, like, the middle of your foyer, surrounded by desks and paperwork. I'm like, did you build a zoning office <laughs> in your teapot? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I've also got a library for Sucrose. Uh, I've got a small area where Zhao hangs out and broods. <laughs> I, I built a little tea house for uh, for Beto. What, what, is, what else? Mona's there. <laughs> She's just kind of hanging out <laughs> right now. Yeah, saves her rent money. Exactly. Uh, didn't you have Klee at one point in there? I did, but I took her out to put Sucrose in because I already I'm already maxed out friendship with Klee. I mean, yeah, but I mean, do you, why are you doing this to max out friendship? <laughs> you, you and I have very different approaches. Well, I mean, I've already maxed out friendship with Cushing, but she's still in my teapot. <laughs> I I had Keeching. I think actually I think she's still in there. She's so just like in a side room that no one goes in. <laughs> Uh, I had Keeching and I had Diona so they could like talk about cat stuff together. And then, <laughs> yes, I know Keeching is not actually a cat. <laughs> uh, then I got rid of Diona because Diona, as it turns out, is actually kind of a shitty bartender. She's a good mixologist. Terrible bartender. Why uh, do you say that? What What part of her... 
it's mostly the, mostly the way that she just sort of like casually insults all the customers and hates them and despises them and has active contempt for them and their wishes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of her thing. Also, I don't know if I made this joke last time, but I used to, before I actually like got Diona and did like her hangout events, I would joke about how Diona wants to destroy the wine industry so that her dad can finally love her again. I didn't realize how accurate that was. <laughs> to be fair, her dad does love her. He's just passed out drunk most of the time. Yeah. Also, she's actually eight. I thought she yeah. was just a cat person. The cats were small. Nah. She's an eight-year-old with a full-time job as a bartender. The fuck is wrong with Mondstadt? <laughs> it's the city of freedom! Which apparently... And apparently no labor laws. Apparently no labor laws. But, uh... But plenty of laws about gliding. <laughs> well, I mean, with Amber around, you're gonna eventually just have to start putting him in. <laughs> But yeah, in my teapot, I have uh, Jang Wang, Zhang Wang, uh, you know, so she can practice her trade. I got Jean tied to a chair so that she could be forced to take a vacation for once. <laughs> She's going to die, and then the city's going to burn to the ground. <laughs> and you think kidnapping her and stuffing her in your teapot is going to help? It means we'll have, they'll have someone to help them rebuild. God. Uh, I mean, they still have Noel. They still have Noel, yes. And, uh, for all of Noel's qualities, she's yet to master the ability to be in more than one place at the same time. I understand <laughs> she's soon. working on it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Very soon, she will have mastered that. Uh, Baidu's there, just because, I mean, Baidu's great. She's She's great. She's friendly... She's nice. She's a pirate. <laughs> she just she... strictly speaking, I think she's more of a privateer. I mean, what's a privateer but another nation's pirate? You make a very good point. <laughs> yeah, she's she's great company. Uh, Keeching's there in a side room just because. I don't know. I mean, I have to have at least one cat in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I think I might have actually gotten rid of Keqing. I, I th I'm sure she's around somewhere. But I have Klee there just because with Jean gone, I need to make sure that someone's around to keep an eye on her. This is true. So that, you know, again, Monster doesn't burn to the ground. This is true. <laughs> and then I have Hutel, who is the best. <laughs> of course. She has an entire floor of, like, the house to herself. In case you didn't know, Eli kind of likes Hu Tao. Now I remember where I put Keqing. She's on the second floor with Hu Tao, so Hu Tao has someone to prank on the on the regular. That's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I kind of like Hu Tao. Just a bit. I mean, she's only your profile pick for, like, the last year or so, ever since she came out, at least. That was like three months ago. <laughs> I, I refuse to believe she only came out three months ago. She came out like three, four months ago. I refuse to believe that. Well, you're gonna have to. Damn it. 
Okay, whatever. Anyways, that that's more or less the teapot. You make furniture, you put it in your house, and then your house gets more fancy and you get more furniture. And it's it's very it's very self-contained. <laughs> because after people constantly making jokes about how the traveler is homeless, the uh, Mihoyo decided the traveler needs a house. Yep. And that house takes the form of a teapot. Yes. And, and you go inside. The, you know, it's it is a magic it's complicated. teapot. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> it's a it's a freaking TARDIS. All right, that's what it is. It's a TARDIS. I mean, you're not wrong. <clears throat> so they, after giving you a TARDIS, uh, a lot of events that pass between now and then. That yeah. island archipelago I meant I mentioned where you fought pirates and stuff that actually happened. Oh yeah, the that's the uh, that was the summer event Klee. featuring Clee, Clee, <laughs> and Clee's mom. Clee's mom was not actually there, but I remember she thinking was... to myself, "Who could possibly <laughs> be the Dodo King?" And I remember that picture that said, "No one would prank Clee." I'm like, "Well, I can think of three people, but." Two of them probably don't even know she exists, and one of them would be really, really out there if it was her. It was her mom. I was right. By accident. <laughs> so basically, for this summer event, Klee's mom takes, makes a bunch of people go to this archipelago that's shrouded in mists and danger. And, uh, like, we explore it. And stuff. And Klee's there because she's like, the Dodo King wants to take away Dodoko, which is her little stuffed animal she has with her all the time. It's not even. It's like the backpack charm she has. Yeah, that's what I said. I wouldn't exactly classify that as a stuffed animal. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, knowing Klee, it's probably a bomb. I mean, of course. Anyways, so... You go there and you do a bunch of stuff. And then at the very end of it all, after doing all these adventures and explore exploration, we find out that it was all just... <laughs> Klee's mom had come there like a year earlier and rebuilt the entire place into a theme park for Klee. <laughs> so she could just blow up whatever she wants <laughs> and hang out on the beach with all her friends. And I don't know how to <laughs> express my emotions right now. We could give her a parent completely... of the year mug. I mean, she may never be around, but she she still takes an somehow manages to take uh, an active uh, participation in her child's life and knows her wants and desires. There are significantly true. worse parents out there. This is true. There's also worse parents in the game. <laughs> like Diona's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, draft kind of sucks. <laughs> I shouldn't be giving shit to an eight-year-old, but I'm giving shit to an eight-year-old. Fair enough. Um, also, interesting thing about the summer event is that we finally got character outfits. Alternate character outfits. Two. Yes. <laughs> Which were worn for about 30 seconds. <laughs> Before they before they changed again. 
Because, you know, it's serious time. They got to do serious stuff. They can't be wearing swimsuits. I remember Gene was like, I should, you know, I changed back because, you know, my my summer clothes doesn't offer much in the way of protection. I'm like, Gene, you don't wear armor normally. <laughs> so unless you're like whatever you're wearing is made of kevlar it's gonna offer you zero additional protection yeah and barbara has a much... duck purse <laughs> i think that's Barbara's a duck outfit is is quite is quite cute it's shame about barbara's voice though shame about barbara's voice though yeah, because Barbara's voice, they, uh... We did mention this. We did? Yes, because okay. that was in 1.4, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I think so. We covered it in the first time we revisited Genshin and Miscellany. Yeah, gotcha. Barbara went from having a kind of raspy voice that sounded like someone who was dead inside but trying to, like, fight through the pain <laughs> to someone who's just... It's just... She's just dead inside now. Well, I mean, it went from... It, from my perspective, at least, like... Very energetic, idle kind of vo- uh, voice to just very, very bored. It was all the energy's gone. It's like kind I of said, a shame. dead inside. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a shame, but oh well. I mean, her normal voice, like when she's talking in cutscenes and stuff, it's totally fine, but it's only when you have her as a playable that she's like, Yay. Let's go. Go, go, go. That's about the that's about the level of energy Barbara has right now. That's about, yeah. They uh they significantly advanced the plot actually even before 2.0 came out. Oh, that's right. 1.4, not the oh, update, boy. the the quest. Yes. Like, is it ch- act chapter? Yeah, chapter 1 act 4. Yes. It's the epilogue i guess to the whole leeway quest not really because it has nothing to do with leeway no but it does it it does very much advance the plot oh very verily we meet we meet the guy who narrates all of the uh character introductions i mean we already met him did we yeah dinosleaf's quest we hit hit another quest oh right that. that was I forgot because I did them both at the same time. Oh. In any case, yeah, we met Dinesleaf, who's the guy who does all of the character breakdown videos. Like, he's the one who's the voiceover for them. And he's complicated. (laughs) That's probably the best way to describe him, is just complicated. Do we go all in? Should we go all in on the spoil? Nah, just... nah, nah. Okay, it's it's been a few months, but I, I feel, <laughs> it, but I, I feel like there's uh, still people deserve to find out for themselves. I mean, yes. I let's was, just say stuff happened. I was su- stuff happened. Questions need answering. I was reasonably surprised. Look at you, Venti. <laughs> In all honesty, I meme about hating Venti. I actually kind of like Venti. I like Venti. He's cool. I mean, he's lazy and does nothing, but it's also fitting with his entire ethos of letting people decide their own crap. This he's literally true. the god that does nothing. This is very true. 
Speaking of gods, it's it's been very interesting. So Inazuma dropped very recently. Very exciting. The new region that we've been waiting for for a while. It's it's literally been an entire year since Genshin originally uh, was released. Oh, really? That they, yeah. Nice. I don't know if it's like to the day, but it was very I close. I doubt it. But yeah, very exciting. Big new region. Lots of stuff to explore. Lots of new enemies. And lots, lots and lots of puzzles. Electro Traveler. I've mentioned them several times. How I'm ex- how I keep my Traveler high leveled, specifically waiting for the ability to turn them into Electro Traveler. Electro Traveler is all right. I mean, it's good enough that I switched back to having Traveler on my team. It's good, mostly because yeah, it's it's good reason. I mean, I mean it's, it's just good, good to have Traveler on your team when you're exploring a new region, doing all the story quests. Pretty much all my, I got I got a lot of elemental reactions that work well with Electro. So, plus everything is supercharged with Electro in Inazuma. Yeah, I I took Hu Tao to Inazuma with me because everything's exploding. Hu Tao. And yeah. uh, I, I I now nicknamed her the Butcher of Inazuma. Oh my God! Because in a country where everyone bathes in electricity, I I don't think because the enemies are stronger in Inazuma. Unless I'm using Hu Tao, in which case they die very very quickly. <laughs> Unless it's one of like the fire samurai dudes. Oh, screw those guys! They still die relatively easy. I apply Electro, I send in Hu Tao. <laughs> the explosion does the rest. Nice. Uh, right, what I was saying about gods. It's very interesting, story-wise. We have... So the first two story quests, we kind of had... Or the first two chapters, we had uh, very hands-off gods. And now in Azuma we get a very hands-on god character. Very, uh... Oh, god. <laughs> just just remembering that fight. <laughs> yeah, this is only a mild spoiler, because I feel like everyone knew going into it that we're going to have to do this fight. But uh, at one point in the story, you have to fight Ball, the god of Electro. Heavy spoilers going forward from this exact moment, so about 60 seconds. That boss fight was fucking amazing. It was. It was goddamn terrifying. The cutscene leading into it was amazing. Yes. Tra- Traveler soared in like Altair. It was beautiful. Then Ball just descends from on high, pulls a sword out of her chest, takes you to the Shadow Realm. Then I knocked off three quarters of her health with Hu Tao. <laughs> uh, then she used her FU turn off everyone's elemental abilities bu- uh, button. And then she used her FU insta kill button. Yeah, I didn't know you were supposed to lose that fight. <laughs> I kind of figured when I wasn't barely doing any damage. Because, see, I had. You know how my travelers specced out for kind of like physical damage a bit? Yeah. I was actually doing pretty well. I gave myself 40-50% chance of actually beating her in a, in a, in a straight up 1v1. Fair. How'd that work out for you? I, I got cutscened. 
Yes, you did. I was actually very grateful when that cutscene happened. I was actually pissed. (laughs) I was like, let me at her. See, if I'd had my A-team with me and not my, like, I want to try out these guys because it's a new region, got to try new things. But if I'd had my A-team with me, oh man, I could have kicked her butt. That said, sweet Jesus, so much teleporting. Actually, that's the that's the thing with a lot of things in Inazuma. It's it's the land of BS, insta kill nonsense and teleportation nonsense. I love how enemies will pull off that teleports behind you maneuver, <laughs> but I have Hutao, so I just teleport behind them in turn. Nice. <laughs> seriously though it's so frustrating you think you mentioned like everything is way stronger in inazuma yes. i definitely noticed that because even normal enemies will knock out like i regularly have to use my revival items just against normal enemies not hilly charles i slipped and fell to my death in inazuma like three times so far <laughs> oh my god I haven't been killed by enemies but Falling, falling damage is is a real yeah. pain in the ass. Let's talk about those trees that are trying to strike you down with lightning, just for existing near them. Those things are annoying. Oh, and also the regions of Inazuma that just say "screw you," you you're losing some health now. <laughs> it's it's like Dragonspine. Yeah, but in Dragonspine you have time to react to the to losing your health. In Inazuma, the Electro areas, you're just like, oh, you didn't grab uh, an Electrogram Granum or whatever they're called. Electrogram, you had it right the first time. Okay. Yeah. Then okay. Uh, well, I'm taking some of your health now. Oh, and it doesn't really matter that you were in the middle of a fight when this happened. I'm taking some of your health anyways. <laughs> you need to better prioritize your time and go re-up your Electrograms as often as possible. Or just have Noelle beat the shit out of someone with her shield up. <laughs> nice. That's how I do it. <laughs> That's fair. I'm honestly considering slotting Zhongli back into my team. Just because, God, it's such a pain. Everything keeps exploding in Inazuma. I need a good healer so bad for my team. All I have is Barbara. <laughs> maxed out Barbara. Which is actually pretty good, but... But, I mean, it's Barbara. It's Barbara. Because that's the other thing about Genshin teams, is that you also kind of have to like the character. You can't just have an ace team of characters who are all badass. I mean, you who could, you also but... hate. I mean, yeah, you could, but if you hate them all, why would you have them on your team? There's a reason that Lisa and Kaya are never coming back on my team. Even if they are good good characters. I'm not letting them back on my team. I replaced them immediately, and they're never coming back. I have Hu Tao, who's the best, Noel, who is the best, and Traveler, because I feel like you have a legal obligation to keep Traveler in your party. They are literally the main character. That's, that is fair. And then That's I have fair. a rotating staff of archers. Fischl can <laughs> Fischl come out every so often. Not so much now that I have Inazuma, because... I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're trying to piss out a fire with that. 
chill day. Chill day's chill day's good. I don't really like chill day though. Or Diona. I don't like Diona. I'm I'm excited for Yoimiya. Who's coming? Oh, as up. am I. As am I. I don't like. Having... I'm excited because it it'll be the first archer I'll have in my team in forever. I I don't really like having two of the same element. But, I mean, she's pretty cool. Plus, I need a good archer. Yeah, same. Do you know how many of those exploration bubble plants that I have passed up on because I don't have an archer in my party? All of them. What I kind of wish was, instead of just uh, having the ability to swap elemental abilities... For the traveler, you could also swap weapons for the traveler. Like you could have that an archer traveler, or a claymore so nice. traveler, or a polearm traveler. Yeah. Because then I would, <laughs> then I would swap the archer, the traveler to an archer, and just, and then I would be able to have a, a team comp of like Noel, Hu Tao, and like a good dedicated healer. Makes sense. Because you gotta have an archer on hand. Yeah, there's just too many challenges that demand an archer. And let's not get started on the uh, challenges that demand specifically a pyro archer. A.K.A. Amber. Screw Amber. Amber is fine. Yeah, she's fine. She's a good She character. may be incompetent like and dumb and <laughs> has way too many DUIs. And I mean, she actually tries to do her job. This is true. One of the few people in Wonstant who does. This is true. She's terrible at it, but I mean... Also, I was cooking up recipes just to like get the achievement for cooking a bunch of recipes. And I, yeah. I, 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 I accident I realized I could cook a steak with amber. So I did. <laughs> and <laughs> the description... I'm like, did amber shoot a pyro arrow at a steak, at a raw steak to cook it? Because it's burnt on one side and raw on the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. I don't think there's a single thing that Amber does well. Well, I guess maybe flying. She is good at that. She she can actually fly. Well, not actually fly, but she can glide. Yes, this is true. I would I would honestly like to know how many people have Amber in their party right now i had her up until i had hu tao <laughs> i i honestly don't hate amber i don't like i said i don't i don't hate her either i like the character but just as a as a combatant she's kind of finicky and weird her abilities don't really go together with her abilities are else. use a lighter Use a weight and light a small patch of grass on fire. <laughs> seems yeah. pretty. Seems pretty obvious to me. Uh, I don't know. In any case, In Inazuma has been a lot of fun. It has. I. I mean, we. I believe we've well established at this point that spoilers are unmarked. And yes, yeah. I know I included a completely unnecessary spoiler warning earlier in the video, but spoilers ahead for Inazuma. 
So you get to Inazuma, and you're greeted by Toma, who's like, hey, we need you to fix everything for us. And I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with the traveler here. How about no? It is, it is really nice to see the traveler being like, uh, no, I'm not going to fix all of your problems for you. I like. To, That's not why I'm here. I like to imagine that after 1.4, the the quest 1.4, uh, the chav is just like, all right, cool. <laughs> I don't have to like actually solve every mystery, just this one specific mystery. Let's speed run this. <laughs> That's certainly how it feels when you get to Inazuma. That and it's... the fact that everyone in Inazuma is kind of a prick to the traveler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all kind of like the people who want to ally with you are like you're you're the traveler. You're like famous. You got to do everything for us. We because we 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 can't do anything. <laughs> Which yeah, the whole Ayaka situation is a lot of legal nonsense. Ayaka is the human equivalent of wearing wet socks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like. Only mildly unpleasant, but you don't want to be. You don't want it. <laughs> that, no, that's Ayaka. She's ah, oh God, I hate her. I don't hate her, but because I'd say she's not boring. She's not. She she has a personality. It's just that her personality is like having to put on wet socks, which is kind of weird since she's a cryo character. <laughs> be like uh. Maybe a better analogy would be putting on frozen socks. <laughs> I actually, I actually remember. I like. She's like, "Hey, go like go to these two places and talk to these people." I'm like, Ugh. "I'll go do that quest with that tree and that fox spirit lady." That was an interesting quest. <laughs> One quest with a tree and a fox spirit lady. Later, I'm like, "All right, you know what? Screw Ayaka. Screw Ball." Screw the people of Inazuma. I'm doing it for that fox lady. <laughs> <laughs> World saved because of fox spirits. Fox kitsune people spirit things. This is just like Spice and Wolf. <laughs> this is just like Spice and Wolf. That, in all honesty, was the best quest so far in Inazuma. That I actually felt rather touched at the end. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. The boss fight, though, that you have to do is kind of a pain in the ass. I loved it. It was just a pain in the ass because, like, you have to solve a puzzle and fight a guy while you're being shot at. I know, it's great. By the boss. <laughs> and then once you complete the puzzle and defeat the guy, then you can go wail on the boss for like 30 seconds or like five seconds if you have hu tao fair <laughs> anyways you have to do it like three times and it's it's just such a pain i kind of liked having to multitask it, i will say this it was interesting it was very interesting i'm just i'm complaining because i don't have a lot of mobility in my party right now oh that makes sense I just like boss fights that are things other than just wail on it until it dies. That is fair. That is fair. Actually, speaking of boss fights and bullshit teleporting, 
the smoldering pearl no the uh sorry no the pyrohypostasis it drops smoldering pearls it is if you go into it with just like a default party no plan you're going to get your you're going to get completely steamrolled it is an incredibly frustrating boss fight unless you have a very good party unless you have a shielder and a and a Barbara. <laughs> so all you need is Noel and Barbara to beat it. For me, I had the very unexpected boss fight against those like machines. Oh, those guys. Where I was just like exploring around in Azuma. I think I fell through a hole in the ground and I found a portal. And I stepped through and it was like going into the Stargate. And I got spat out underground under the ocean in a cave. Ah, yes, that fight. <laughs> With the giant robot thing. It's like, okay, you can't leave here until you beat the giant robot. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> that funny thing is, that fight was actually really easy for me. It was, I didn't take any, like, damage in the fight. Because I just had Noel go full tank on them, because I have tank build Noel. Nah, it was just... So much visual clutter on the screen from all the other sense. little robots it summoned when it shielded up itself. Right. That made it hard to tell what I was whether I was having an impact. That is fair. That's fair. It was cool and it was entirely unexpected. Normally, before a boss fight, you you know you get a you get a warning. You're like, "Hey, there's a boss fight." nearby don't don't get too close or else you'll trigger it it's just like oh hey what's this i'm just exploring it oh god i'm in a fight <laughs> very very fun very fun genshin impact continues to be fun and amazing that it does they're slowly drip feeding us content and it's gonna be isn't it like a 14 year 15 year contract they have <sighs> maybe I remember they they actually have a contract that like Genshin is going to run for like fourteen years or fifteen years. I don't doubt it to be honest. And so people are people are wondering like if this is two point what's going to be like eight point Because you know there's all the regions of Tavat, and then yeah. potentially other regions. Because presumably each region is when they're going to increment up a full version number. Quite possibly. And if it takes him an entire year to do each one, like, what's what's Genshin going to look like in five, ten years? It's going to be freaking huge. It's going to be huge. Like, I've, I've been exploring Inazuma, and I noticed something interesting, because I assumed Inazuma was the edge of the map. But if you look past Inazuma to the, to the southeast... Like, you can't see it on the map, but you can see it in-game. There's, like, two areas that have, like, modeling done and effects on them. There's the one area that's... I, I'm not really sure what it is, it's, but there's just this rock with a storm around it. And it looks potentially interesting. And then another region that's a bunch of islands, which that those could come soon possibly maybe in the next update 
even. Who knows? It is very interesting, though, just, like, standing on Inazuma and then looking out at the main continent and seeing all the places, like, the outlines of all the places we've been to. Like, Dragonspine and Monst... Well, you can't really see Monstat. But Liyue. And then the, like, vague outlines that make up the placeholder textures <laughs> for all of the regions that we haven't been to yet what 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 is the next region going to be we don't know do think? I, I hear a lot of speculation about it being fontaine that is my first guess as well because we've meet a bunch of fontaine characters in inazuma we have there's also some sumeru characters not a lot but they're there it's probably not Natlin, and definitely Shneznaya's. Actually, wait. Shne- we, we already know Shne- what the next region is, don't we? Because of the uh, the Tales of Tavat video. I don't think I watched that one. That's the one that had all the previews. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I watched that one. Okay, we'll have to go back and watch that and find out what what the next region's gonna be. So, from someone with zero knowledge of what's supposed to be coming next. Shnejnaya sounds absolutely like to me like it'd be like the final, not the final boss area, but like the f- before the final boss area. Yeah, the penultimate. Because you know you have the Saritza and her, you know, her, the whole plot with the Fatui and stealing Gnosis's. Oh God, I completely forgot about all that. Yeah, I'm like so in his because I know because like in Azuma they don't really have that because it's been a close country and i'm starting to think maybe that's because ball knows what the sarites is up to maybe <laughs> and ball's like can't happen if he doesn't have all of them it's very it's very interesting and adds an interesting dynamic because we because the fatui are on inazuma they're kicking around in certain places they are I, I fought some that they, I think they dropped a patch. I think it was called the Fatui Exiles. So we, I'm pretty sure they're not actually in contact with their homeland. So they're, that makes sense. They're, they're just trying to complete their mission. I mean, I'll say this: we haven't met any Harbingers yet, so that's good. I think. Plot twist: Ball's a Harbinger. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Another plot twist. Toma is a harbinger. I mean, he already looks like Childe, though. I know. I feel like that would be the perfect red herring. That's just what they want you to think. Fair. What if, uh, what's-her-face was a, was a, was a, was a harbinger, or a Fatui agent? Who? The, 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 like, spiritual leader of the Resistance. Oh, Sanganomiya? Yeah. That could be interesting. Or, we don't know anything about her. At least just what if showed up. what if they're being supported by the Fatui? Cuz you know destabilize is... uh Inazuma yeah. get a chance to get in there and get that gnosis. This this is true. This is true. Cuz I mean <sighs> Venti gave up his Venti did not Gnosis. give up his. No, wait, no, no. Got, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He got the shit. Venti beat had out of his him. gnosis <laughs> stolen from him in Venti broad daylight. Got, Venti got his Vaspi. Well, for me, it was at night. Oh yeah, it was. 
Well, for me, it was also at night, so I think it's always at night. Venti got his <laughs> <Whatever>. ass beat. <laughs> yes. Zhongli was the one who gave up his... Handed justice. it over like a bitch. And we still don't know why. At least at least Venti dropped some sick diss bars before he, before he got his teeth kicked in. Well, after, but... You know. So the question is, how are they going to get the gnosis this time i feel like they're gonna swoop in after we beat the shit out of ball oh man that's <laughs> it's absolutely sounds like something the fatui would do wait for us to do their dirty work like <sighs> of course chill day totally did that one time yeah 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 i can see it like the repeating domain boss fight is ball and in the cutscene afterwards we after we beat her then the two are like, haha, we were always here all along, and now we're here to steal the Gnosis. <laughs> freaking, freaking assholes. Well, in any case. In any case. I think I think that's enough Genshin for today. I think that's enough Genshin for today, yeah. I mean, I say that, but we're probably going to go... We might go play some after we finish recording. <laughs> We, we oh, I've been playing I've been playing Genshin since 1.2 I believe. Uh still still playing. I take, you know, week long, maybe month, maybe you know, couple week long breaks here and there. But uh as someone who's only spent like what 20 bucks on it, 25 bucks on it, I'm very satisfied. That's good. So yeah. I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>